Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us today on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight Podcast is Fran Schneider. Fran is a program and women's head coach at Saginaw Valley State University. Before that, she was an assistant coach with Arizona State University, and she also bowled four years at Saginaw Valley. Fran, it's Tim Berg and Steve Klemkin here. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Fran, let's begin with your coaching experience and what led you to Saginaw Valley State University. I started with Saginaw Valley back in... 2013, was on the men's team for a year and then started the women's program. Um, following that, I was given the opportunity to help with um, Arizona State, and I uh, coached their JV team to a second-place finish at a tournament and then was able to kind of be around for their varsity tournaments for the rest of that year and uh, see a lot of what goes into coaching at tournaments and just uh, see a lot of different views that way. When Saginaw's old coach left, she, the team kind of wanted to turn over to me, given that you know I was a part of the program, I started it, and I kind of already knew a lot of a lot of the bowlers that were in the program. So, what are your thoughts on uh, the current situation with the team as far as uh, talent level and performances so far in the season, and uh, and what are you guys focusing on right now, your players? Well, we have a very young team. Um, our men's team uh, currently consists of six bowlers, five of them who are freshmen, which can be kind of a scary thought, but you know we're really excited because we're going to be able to grow them as a team um, within the next couple of years. Um, a couple of our men are brand new uh, to bowling within the last year or so, so it's very easy to work with them and change. And uh, our women's team... Um, I have three returning players, but kind of the same thing. I've got I've got a young team and people who are really eager to learn. So while I know that you know this year is going to be a really growing year, I'm really excited to see what's going to come in the future for us with with growing everyone together. So with your helping out with ASU, what were you able to take because they're a program that's been a been around for a while, has have had some success, have had some great coaches through the years and and people help their program out so what were you able to take from their program or how you able to implement some of the philosophies and what you're seeing with them or down you know down in arizona to where you're at now i was really able to see kind of the best ways to help bowlers where you know we're not trying to make everyone the same we're not trying to get everyone into the same release into the same form Uh, what we're really trying to do is eliminate weaknesses and just kind of capitalize on their strengths. So, you know, I don't expect everyone to look the same and be the same wherever they are. We're just going to take their weaknesses and get rid of them. And we're going to take what they're really good at and make that better. Um, I think that's the, the, the greatest thing that I learned from, from working with everyone from ASU is that not everyone's going to be the same. And that's, that's not always that can be a really good thing. Now, when you talk about weaknesses, are you talking more on physical game stuff or stuff like uh, 
lane play and, and you know, mental game stuff, or maybe a little bit of both even? Uh, definitely more physical game stuff. Uh, mental game is, is always going to be, be something hard. That's something that I still work on. But um, mental game, yes, don't we all? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> mental game, we all need to be in, in kind of the same boat of building each other up. And we just had a classroom session with Brian Wallachek, who really talked to us about the way to motivate each other, which was was really awesome, and I think really good for them to experience. But for the weaknesses, we're really just pulling out um, things and things that hold them down mentally. I guess if they're always worried about missing the spare, because that's what you know how they always miss it. We're going to work on pulling those weaknesses out. Now, you mentioned Brian Wallachek. I mean, Brian, he's a multi-time champion there at the USBC Open Championships. And, I mean, he's got to be a, a wealth of knowledge for that. I mean, with the, the physical game and all the experience and strategy stuff he's got, that's got to be a huge asset for the team, huh? Oh, yeah. He's, he's super willing to work with us. We've been having classroom sessions with him um, about every other week. And he's great. He's super down-to-earth, and the kids really like him, and mm-hmm. he just – kind of started slow and got an idea of where everyone was at knowledge wise. And he's really, it's nice hearing from someone who's been there and done it all and who has shown great success. So it's, it's really great to have him at our disposal to help. Ferrand, I think it's safe to say you are one of the younger coaches out there coaching a college team. How, how does that play out with the team? And is it nice that you're probably able to relate to your team, which is a little bit younger as well, when it comes to things? Because it's not been that long since you were in college. Oh, yeah. I was worried going into it that you know they, they weren't necessarily going to take me seriously. But I believe it has helped me in communicating with them because they know that I just you know, just a couple of years ago, I was in college bowling and I was in their shoes. So when I discuss concepts with them and, and why we do things the way that, that we want to do them, they're able to understand, okay, this is someone who, who just went through it. And at the same time, I'm working on, I'm working on my own game, which I think is a really big help because, you know, I practice with them one day a week and it shows them that I'm not only growing as a teacher and as a coach, but I'm also still growing as a bowler. And that's something that really helps me with them because one, growing with them, is kind of going to grow our relationship. And two, they see that some of the things I'm telling them, I'm doing myself. So it kind of helps with now the trust issue, with, which is awesome. And we've had a lot of players on uh, in the past that were uh, either you know current team members or former collegiate players. What was the... Uh, what do you kind of take away as one of the, the biggest things you learned throughout your time on the lanes as a collegiate player? One of the biggest things I learned is that not being mentally prepared can always hurt you. Um, as I said, that's, that's always been my biggest issue is, is my mental game, and that's what needs to be the strongest over everything because you can have the greatest form and you, you can have all the right balls mm-hmm. in your bag, but if you, if you lack a little bit of confidence in this shot, it's never going to work. If you're sitting around, you know, six hours after a tournament thinking about the third shot in the fifth game, it's, it's only going to hurt you. And you need to just be able to go out and have confidence in everything that you're doing and have confidence in the people around you. You guys are a club program, and we've talked to other coaches from club programs, and Coach Fleck comes to mind from Wright State. And one of the things that he said that kind of stuck out at me was he talked about how 
he has to, when they're staying in rooms, they, they kind of stagger things. And they, they take traveling and use uh, the rewards programs that you're seeing out there to people's advantages, to their advantage. And it's just some of that stuff. So talk about what you guys do. And they fundraise and, and all sorts of stuff. What are you guys doing when it comes to that club program and helping raise some money? Oh, of course. It, it takes a lot to, to get everything around and keep everything organized. Um, this year they took a lot of power, um, not necessarily a lot of power, but they took a lot of stuff away from the coaches. In our past, our coaches were booking tournaments and booking hotels and, you know, booking van rentals. And this year, my president, uh, Allie, she kind of looked into that and said, that's not the way it's supposed to be. These students are supposed to run everything. So she told me at the beginning of the year that this is what they were doing, that they're taking all this. And I said, go for it. You know, that's on you guys. I don't want any part of the the financials, the booking, if you need help, I'm more than more than willing to help. But, you know, we've we sit down and we talk about tournaments that we're going to and what the budget's looking like and uh, a lot of fundraising. They've really impressed me with the amount of fundraising that they've done with um, you know, with ball raffles and selling fifty fifty every week. They're very dedicated in getting out and making sure that we have money to do everything that they want to do this year. And it, it can get stressful. That's 100% for sure that, you know, are we going to have enough money to do this? But the more that we talk to the team about it, the more they're like, Hey, let's, let's go out and do this. Let's do football squares. Let's it's, it's a lot to handle, but they're doing a really good job at, at kind of taking it all under their own belt this year. Yeah. I can imagine it's a lot to handle. There are, there are a, uh, you know, a lot of different things that you have to do to, um, to survive and, and pay for the competitions and all that stuff. What kind of, uh, and I'm sure a lot of the programs have do it differently and a lot of schools are different. What, what kind of advice do you have for somebody that's just maybe a junior or so in high school and starting to consider, you know, what the right uh, university or collegiate bowling program would be right for them to, to determine, you know, hey, is Saginaw Valley a good school for me? Or how, how, what kind of advice do you have for them? Definitely look into um, why you're going to school in the first place. Uh, obviously, schooling is always going to come first. And, you know, I never, as one of the students who almost changed their major to go to the, the school that I wanted to for bowling, I'm really happy that I went against that. Um, you know, you always want to be happy with, with why you're going to school. And then kind of look into the amount of dedication that you're going to be willing to set forth for it. Um, I had to work full-time while I was in school. And, you know, had I gone to an NCAA school, it might have been a little hard with making practices and making the dedication that, that would have been asked of me for that. Um, while we still ask for kids to attend um, one mandatory practice a week, and then we have drop-in practices and work around people's schedules, it's really just on how much time you think you're going to be able to have and the kind of environment that you're you're looking to be around. We're, you know, definitely being a club sport and not having mandatory practices. It's not that we have the capability of developing less caliber bowlers. We do. We're just kind of more on their time. Fran Schneider, I want to thank you for joining us today and all the best of luck as you guys continue through your season. Now we got a, you guys have a lot of tournaments left and, um, and all the best of luck and hope the team continues to grow and we'll catch up with you down the road. Awesome. I thank you so much.